Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Trios Championship Sold Out. With me, your host, Freddy Aloso, with my co host, the Devil's Advocate, Robert Fink. Um, no, no real uh, outstanding birthdays or uh, deaths today, but I will bring up uh, in 2020 today, Bailey and Sasha Banks won the Women's Tag Team Championship, and to me it was really the only time those championships were ever valid. Um, and maybe the last time Sasha Banks was actually in something important until recently, and I know that's one of the topics I have on our sheet, but I wanted to bring that up. All right. And our other co-host, the Reverend himself, Jason Todd. Um, nothing big, but I did want to say I believe it's twenty twenty years since uh, Chikara, the Chikara promotion debuted, and I saw a lot of stuff online about it. A lot of people reminiscing because a lot of people's favorites from today came through there. So, um, twenty years to them. Jason, do you know why Chikara is no longer in business? You know, I don't. And I believe that if anybody in here knew, (laughs) it would be you. Um, If I remember correctly, and I am not a Chikara expert, but I believe its owner, Mike Quackenbush, got caught up in some sexual harassment issues. Um. And I think that's what caused Chikara eventually to close, um, if I remember. So, I, while you know it, it, it had a, they were they were big in the um, they had the the big uh, trio. They were big on trio styles. They actually had a trios tournament, and they always got a lot of very interesting teams. Like they would get like a an old WWE team together. Like I think they had the Barbarian, the Warlord, and. I forget who their third was, um, but they had a lot of teams like that. Yeah, it says the promotion closed after several allegations of abuse, misconduct, and sexual assault harassment. Damn shame. So, uh, you know, are you checking wiki like right now, darling? To uh, I'm sorry. Are you checking wiki right now? I am actually am because, as I said, I don't remember exactly the circumstances, and I didn't want to misquote. Um, but yes. I am taking the role of checking wiki at the moment. Did did um does it know when they shut down their doors? Because I can't remember. Twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. So it yeah. was in the height of that Me Too movement. The Me Too movement kind of moved into the wrestling. Yep. Yep. They were one wow. of the uh, main perpetrators. Crazy. So that's that's something. Yep. All right. So let's jump into our topics tonight. We, we've got some stuff on the docket, and then we'll give you guys our picks for Double or Nothing. The Encyclopedia was gracious enough, gracious enough to drop his picks in here. He should hopefully be back next week. Um, so Encyclopedia, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be waiting for you next week. Um, where do we start? Let's, Rob, your, how does the Sasha Banks... And Naomi's situation end. What are your thoughts? You know, well, I mean, here's the thing, right? They came on on Raw again this week, and they pretty much threw them under the bus yet again. Mm-hmm. They said that they let everyone down, which you know is scripted. You know that uh, Michael Cole and and uh, Corey Graves are just 
being told what to say, but at the same time, you know, where does something like this end? You know, where does this go? Are they are they going to extend their contracts so they can't get out? Or are they going to out and out fire them at some point? Um, I tend to think at some point they're going to come to a resolution and they're both going to be back and they're going to act like nothing happened. Right. Um, I think the the Naomi tied to the bloodline is going to help, and I think the fear that they don't want Sasha Banks to end up in AEW because you know the day he, she's free she'll be on Dynamite, mm-hmm. right? And and I would have no problem with that at all. They need her kind of star power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not a a big Sasha Banks fan, but I understand people are, so I'm not stupid enough to think that she wouldn't make an impact because she would. You know, either the Indies, Impact, Japan, wherever she decided to go, um, you know, she'd bring her following along with her. So I think at some point this is going to get resolved. I think there's a lot of hurt feelings right now. And at some point there's going to have to be a meeting. You know, they're going to have to come to the meeting of the minds and figure out how they're going to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's an angle. I think I think this is definitely something that happened that's going on. Um and I know they're talking about setting up a tournament for the ladies' titles, and I think that's hysterical. I think they should retire them. <laughs> they're going to throw together a bunch of teams that, you know, never teamed together before, and, and you know, or you might get your Carmella and, uh, uh, what's her name? Selena. Yeah, Selena back together, you know what I mean? You might, you'll get some, you might get some teams like that. I wouldn't be surprised if another woman joins Judgment Day and they throw her with Rhea. Um... But I, in my opinion, in this case, they should abandon the, the, the ladies' tag team titles. They never took them serious in the first place, um, and they, you know, they never really put anything behind it. They never throw threw some teams together that actually stayed. So, in my opinion, the two things that'll happen is I think they'll resolve this, and my other opinion is that they should dissolve the tag team titles. All right. Now there was there was some stuff going around on the on the dirt sheets about uh, USA Network possibly throwing a wrench in this and possibly making it out to be a work. They did post a tweet three days ago saying last week wasn't the first time WWE superstars made a dramatic exit. And the thumbnail is Sasha Banks and Naomi. So it, w- it fueled the rumor mill saying, oh, well, USA Network is giving it away, it's a work, blah, blah, blah. I, like I, like I mentioned before, I don't, I don't know where it's headed. Um, I do think we will see them back in WWE. It's not the first time that a superstar takes their ball and goes home. We've seen it before. Austin, um, if I'm not mistaken, Sean did it at one point, right, Rob? Like so, oh, it's yeah. it's not it's he not lost unusual. His smile, Freddie. Lost his smile. He lost his smile. That's right. And then suddenly so, found it a few weeks later. Right. <laughs> he had a uh, a, a career-ending knee, knee injury that suddenly got better, like his back. Right. So yeah, I, I do. It'll go on for a little bit longer, but I'm sure it'll get resolved, and we'll see the two ladies back in WWE. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, I mean, I guess I hope, you know, I hope it gets resolved. I hope it's resolved to enough satisfaction because he kind of 
gathered from the things I've said about this. And my stance is always pro labor, so um, like I hope it gets resolved to a satisfaction where there they don't feel as slighted as they must have felt to walk out. I don't think there was any work going on. USA tweeting stuff uh, that's you know a network tweeting stuff that's not exactly reading the room. That doesn't surprise me. But uh, I just want to say. If you watched SmackDown last week, I thought the greatest shot in WWE history might have to be uh, Pat McAfee, former NFL PA member, who is well aware of the types of things organizations will say about their athletes in order to come out looking better in any sort of dispute, sitting next to Michael Cole, trying his best to keep a straight face as Cole recites that statement about the unprofessionalism and about how, oh, yeah, they let their fans down and blah, blah, blah. And watching him just have to strain and do everything but cover his mouth, oh, man, just chef's kiss. Beautiful. (laughs) Nice. All right, do you guys so, think this causes uh, will will if this gets resolved? Do you think this will cause any type of resolution as far as going forward that talent may have a little more input? Where do you think this puts the rest of the company? Do you think that they just move on, act like it never happened, and and talent goes on? You know, and and because I mean, really, how this works out is really going to de- determine how things go going forward right i mean if sasha and naomi get what they want then who's to say the next person line doesn't who doesn't like their storyline decides to walk out for a little while right are, are we still sure it was about the storyline that's what they yeah, say we've only heard one side and they haven't said anything to the to the different to the you know to the contrary so it's true and you may not find out for many years what the actual truth is right I I'm just saying it's it's a very precarious situation to be in. If it's an angle, it's really not good. Right. And if it's true, and they don't handle it right, they're really opening the door to have anybody else on the roster decide. You know, like our truth decides. I don't want to be a joke anymore. I'm not doing any more 24/7 shit. I'm gonna go home. Right. You know, at that point today, they say, well, you know, it's our truth. We can fire him. Who cares? Right. You know. I think it's a. I think it's a case-by-case basis. I think it's going to be a... Do you hold enough clout within the company? Is your star power big enough to warrant it? And if not, you know, you'll get put on the shelf until your your tantrum's over and when you decide you want to come back to work. And you'll get buried for a while and then you'll come back to where you were. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all works out. Yeah, for sure. So we got another topic here. Um, Riddle. He's. It looks like RK Bro is no more for a little bit. He's I thought not you were sure. Say is no mo. <laughs> it is no mo. <laughs> RK Bro, no mo. <laughs> Come on, man, you missed it. I did. I missed it. Thank you. For, thank you for picking up the ball there. Um, we'll get that in post. <laughs> is he a main event talent? Is he upper mid card? Where would you guys rate Riddle right now? What do you think, Reverend? Um, 
Well, I think, um, all right, first, regardless of what I think, it's clear even in the past couple of years that they really did see something in, in Matt Riddle. They clearly saw something in him. Um, I think he has the it factor. You know, I think you could put him in the main event. He's a guy he can legitimately go. You know, I'm thinking back um, in the the empty arena era there. He was putting on some banger matches there. And, I mean, it's kind of easy to say because, you know, there was a common denominator at that point because Sheamus was the one having somehow really good matches with everybody for about six months. But he was one of those people who had that had a really good feud with him and you saw he could turn on that intensity when he wanted to so yeah I think you're looking at a possible you know contender I think they're definitely building him up to go up against Roman I think they've been teasing it and they've been more consistent with that than they were with Nakamura so yeah there's a good chance you're going to see him in that main event picture for at least a few months and they want to know how it works out he's not going to get a title he's not going to get a world title anytime soon He's going to be in that picture. Okay, Rob, what do you think? Um, well, first of all, I would argue that there is no mid card anymore. I would right. say you're either a main eventer, or you're nothing. Right, Makes you're floating sense. around the bottom somewhere. I don't think there is a mid card. Like your mid card guys or your upper mid cards, like your U.S. title and your Intercontinental title, but they've been so devalued. Right. I would have called Riddle a, a Intercontinental champion all day, all night. But I wouldn't want to saddle him with that piece of crap right now. Right. Because it's not valued. It's no, There's no meaning to it. You're not the second best wrestler in the organization when you have that title. You're just... Another kind another, of... You're not even on the pay-per-views half the time. <laughs> right. Uh, my other argument is the argument I've made before is they don't build these guys up. They've built Riddle to be kind of a joke. Right? Bro this and bro that. Like, right. you know, I, I kind of liken him to Rob Van Dam in a lot of... A lot of places um the difference is van damme had paul Heyman, and paul Heyman gave van damme the push right you know so i don't see i see riddle uh like you said going after roman but i don't see him winning i don't see him representing the company right um not at all and it's a shame because i think built up it would uh he needs a, a, a more moves he needs like a different move set mm-hmm. um he could be but he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, they've given him this almost stupid kind of persona, like stoner persona, which yeah. is not going to go over. He's not going to be on, you know, Good Morning America. They're not going to get him. You know, he's not going to go on air and 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 do that kind of stuff. He's not going on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. No, no. I mean, he's not until it's they get not. that. Until they get some tie-in promotion with the dispensary somewhere. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, then you know. But I, I like Riddle. I just think, I mean, but the other thing too is, I mean, when he's wrestling and he's in a match and they're going to lose, he gets pinned. Yeah. So they haven't made him look very strong either. Every time RKO Bro lost, it's been on him. Right. If Randy Horton is hurt as, as, he, as he says he is or they say he is, he should have taken the pinfall. Right. Right. And, and book Riddle strong. Instead, you build him weak. He, every time they lose, it was on him. And he looks stupid doing it too. He'd get tripped, or they, you know what I mean, like it, small it, package. Randy yeah. Orton stayed clean, right? And and Riddle always looked like the fool. Like if I was Randy Orton, I'd be like, why am I teaming with this guy? Right. You know, all he does is lose. Every time we lose, it's on him. I never get pinned. Right. So, 
I, I'm going to have to disagree. I don't think he's main event material, and it's not his own. It's not his fault. It's booking, of course. I, I agree with you, Rob. I was going to bring up the point. He's uh, a more stoner Rob Van Dam. A little less athletic, but um, I can see him getting there one day. Right now, if there was an upper mid card, he would be right there for me. Yeah. Right, right outside that main event picture. I think he needs one more good program with somebody. Like, <clears throat> if they did, you know, the the Randy Orton turn on him, and they build that angle, and then you shoot him towards Roman, I'm all for it. That would be 100% all day. I think that would shoot him right into that main event picture. But they're going to do it backwards from what they're saying. They're going to feed Riddle to uh, to Roman first, then Randy, then uh, McIntyre, and then it's just gonna. They're doing it the opposite way of it, the way it should be. And I mean, at this point, range range is gonna reign forever, right? Right, or until they decide they want to take the belt off of him, because they've built no one up yeah. as a viable Basi- contender. Basically, whenever he says he needs a vacation, yeah. right. Right, and then when he come, when he decides to come back, they'll just give him the belt back again, I guess. <laughs> Basically. Basically. So, so that, that leads us into this. Does Where does the bloodline fit in Greatest Factions? They've got all the straps, or the important ones at the moment. Where do they fit within Greatest Factions for you guys? I'll start it off. Um, they're outside any great faction for me. Um, they don't match up with NWO, DX, Four Horsemen. They're not at that level. Um, those factions were elite. They trendsetters. Um, don't get me wrong. Roman's on a level all by himself right now. Um, but... Jimmy and Jey Uso just aren't the credible number two, three guys in a faction that you would think, all right, these guys can one carry it by themselves or together. They just, they're not there. They, they need another, another single star, I think, to really make them on that next level. And that guy's not in WWE. I think he's in MLW, in the Samoan Bulldozer. Uh, I've been saying it for a while. I saw <laughs> I saw him out there. <laughs> Jacob Fatu, that guy's that missing piece. Uh, that would make them, that would push them into a, a different status for a, um, a faction, but he's not under WWE contract. What do you guys think? All right, well, I'm going to agree with you that they are not, an elite faction, but I'm going to completely disagree with you on the reason why. Okay. Um, a, a, a great faction is only as great as its opponents. Right. And the four horsemen had dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA and sting and Luger and the NWO had, you know, the rest of WCW sting mm-hmm. mostly. Um, you know, they all had, you got to have great opponents. Right. right. That's how you be great. You beat other great guys. Who have the, you know, Roman Reigns, like you said, I think is is there. I mean, I think the Shield was a better faction 
Yep. Because mm-hmm. each one of those guys could be world champion at any point. Yep. Um, I think the Usos are a good team. I don't. Th- I think you put them in AEW, they're not a great team. I can pick five teams, I think, in AEW that are better. The Usos, they, they've fought the same five teams over and over again. Yeah. You know, and, and there's no greatness there. They're not great. They're good. They're not great. So I think whereas the bloodline is the best you're going to get right now, um, who's their who's their opposition? Yeah, there's right? no one there. Where where are they? Where's you know the new day or there's not three new day anymore, right? We don't know when Biggie's coming back. Right. Randy Orton and and uh, Riddle are a good team. They're not a great team. Mm-hmm. And then what? The Viking Raiders. <laughs> I mean, it, well, that, they're right. I mean, look at how the quality has dropped off, right? Yeah. Alpha Academy, not a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't street seem to want to run with Street Profits, yeah. where I think they keep going on and on about how athletic they are and stuff, but they don't give them anything. Right. Right. They're always on the outside looking in. If you want, you know, that's how you start building up rivalries. Um, yeah. They just don't want to. So they're not a great faction. And, and again, it's not necessarily all their fault. It's. It's I to me it's competition. Right. That's that's a fair point. I agree with that. Jason, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, when you said the shield, um it kinda put something together for me. Especially when you then you brought up Randy Orton. You know who the bloodline is right now? Their legacy. It's Randy Orton leaving evolution. Going out on his own and having his own, oh, and it's another pair of second gen stars, or th- and okay, second, third gen stars. Um, okay, cool. They they don't have anybody to fight, and it's not. And to your point, it's not their fault. There was a point when there were maybe three or four actual factions in in WWE, and, and I think it was around this time last year they were even teasing feuds between them, and you had the New Day all together. You had the Hurt Business still as one unit. You had, um, I think there was some, and then you had other multiple tag teams in a pic- in the picture there as viable threats. Um, and they hadn't completely devalued the Viking Raiders yet, and they hadn't completely devalued um, any of the other teams. And the fact that I can't remember any of the other teams from only a year ago <laughs> also speaks volumes. Um, yeah, they're good. It's like they're they're good. And Roman's his best. This is the best Roman. Um, I thought you saw a bit in the pandemic era there in the arena there with uh, Jay Uso, main event Jay, and you he you saw him have some okay, did okay on his own there for a bit while his brother was injured. Um, it's hard for I me ne- to view them. I as never a I never really bought into that. I I viewed him as okay. Like he can wrestle. They, I feel like he, there was still more they could have done with that character, um, and almost that they pulled the trigger on just bringing, you know, bringing them all in together too soon. But it had possibility. That's what I mean when I say that. Um, I never but, once for a minute thought thought he was going to beat Roman. So no, no. And you I know what I mean. Always, so I, 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 I had a problem with that angle from the beginning. I didn't think he was going to beat Roman. I didn't think he was going to look... But I also didn't think going into that um, match that he was going to look at all competitive. 
and I was surprised that he did. Like I feel he wrestled good matches against Roman. That's to me. That's what that was the surprise of Jey Uso. Like I didn't think he could wrestle singles at all, and I was like, oh, okay, well they put him in this situation. He didn't completely drop the ball. Not look, not thinking someone's gonna be Roman. That's, I mean, so far who have we thought was gonna be Roman? Maybe Kevin Owens is the only guy. Roman's face that we thought actually had a chance to be him. And maybe we thought Daniel Bryan could have until we realized yeah, he's not going to be around much longer anyway. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't say, oh, well, he didn't look like he'd be Because nobody, they're not treating anybody like he would. Um, but it, it's just, God, I wish you, I could even tell you who their challengers would be. Like, love the Street Profits. There's no reason to think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. None. If, and it, also, do we know why they had that match on a Friday, that unification match? It felt less of what it should have been. That's a main event pay-per-view match. Yeah. If it's so important. I think um, Vince wasn't sure he was going to pull the plug. On unification, so that's yeah. why they put that six man together. That's the only thing I can think of because why else wouldn't you do it on a pay per view? Why would you do it on TV? Right. Yeah, you know, the other thing I think is weird. Do you guys find it weird that, um, I mean, Edge could have been a legitimate contender and now he's doing this thing that, you know, I, I, I like, I, I really don't understand what any of these people are doing. What are they fighting for? Right, they're all over the place. Right. Well, they're, they're, to me, to be in wrestling, you want to be a champion, right? I have yet to hear Edge say, "Well, you know, we're going to challenge the, you know, the the, the bloodline." Right. Why would they go on to fight AJ? AJ's got nothing. Why is Bobby Lashley fighting almost? Shouldn't he be going after Roman? Like, I don't understand any of these feuds. Without the world title looming on the show, what are they fighting for? Right. They're just fighting a fight. Right. I mean, what's the point? You know, Edge can tell me how great he is all day. He's not the champion, so what the hell do I care? Right. I don't know. That show's just, it's getting worse. Yeah, it really is. It's just getting worse. Talk talk about. On to a show that's not worse, (laughs) that maybe he's actually getting better, we can go into our picks. Um, Or did you want to talk about um, Japan? I know, uh, I think, Freddie, did you put that on there? No, I didn't put that one on there. Oh, I did. You did. Okay. Do you want to want to tackle that before we get into? Uh... Yeah, a little bit. It, it's it's. I mean, I'm going to pull something up here. It's a little strange. It's just a very strange story. You know, a few weeks ago, there were some translated tweets from Kota Ibushi, kind of just saying he was going to reveal the na- true nature of the people running New Japan, and um, just very angry. And we weren't sure. I think we were even kind of talking about them a little bit when they came out, just like, well, what is that? Is that just him bad at the company or are they trying to work an angle or something like that? But it didn't make much sense. And you come to a few weeks later now and it's gotten stranger and yet somehow more vitriolic and he's blaming the people running the company for his mother's attempted suicide. 
which is a then it becomes the same thing that uh, to quote you Rob you know if it's a if it's an angle it didn't really make much sense as an angle it's in poor taste if it's an angle it, or something yeah it's very mm -hmm. poor taste and it, I don't and think it I is I don't see what the point would be no you know and and Oh, sorry, of course, the sirens running by as always. Well, um, you know, because she tried to commit suicide again, so. <laughs> exactly. No, but, oh. Uh, uh, way to tie it in. You know. <coughs> <laughs> but, at the same time, I think there's some Will Ospreay issues going on with the same company, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and that's come up. So, what's going on in New Japan that well, Especially with this Forbidden Door thing looming. Yeah. What's going on? First of all, um, I guess I, you would call me your new Japan, uh, most Expert. knowledgeable new Japan person mm -hmm. on this show, I would guess. Um, and even I'm having trouble following what's going on. The one thing I will say is, I don't know if you, you guys realize what a breach of protocol this is. I was trying to come up with a uh, something similar that would happen here in the States. And I can't come up with anything because they hold their wrestling so dear mm -hmm. that they don't consider kayfabe. They don't call it fake. They don't call it staged. They don't. They still the heels and the and the and the you know the the good guys stay apart. They're they're on some level know that it's staged, but on the other hand, they don't acknowledge it. And for Ibushi to pull back the curtain on yakuza ties and sexual harassment like he, he he could really destroy new japan he really could destroy the company and a lot of people could get hurt in the process so i really don't know what he's doing and why he's doing it and i don't think we're ever going to find out um because it'll either it'll stop or he'll stop or something will happen, and you'll never know what happened. I've read it. I've read a um, a book about New Japan. Um, and it's very their history is very interesting. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, I mean, and I am, it was a great book. And there are things in there they just mentioned. They're like, this is why it happened, and you know, this is what happened, and we still don't know why. We'll never find out because no one talks about these things. You know, um, it's they just. It's sacred to them. It's it's. Like I said I can't even come up like it's not like it, it was like I guess it, you, the one thing you can come up with is when Vince finally came out and said it was entertainment right. back in the day. That would probably be the biggest equivalent that I could come up with. Um, you just don't talk about things in New Japan and guy and guys guys like Benoit who went over there who have seen things and heard things still would never talk about them. And you would hear things like how badly the young wrestlers get treated, and you would hear about beatings, and you would hear about you know this, that, and the other thing, but you could never get anybody to substantiate it. And even guys like Stan yeah. Hansen, who were, who were, I'm sorry, Jason, let me finish with this one point, okay. who were, you know, revered in Japan, could never break through the that wall because you're not, you're gaijin, you're an American, you're not right. Japan, you're not Japanese, and if you're not Japanese. There's a wall there, and you're not getting past it. They'll pay you well, and they will give you all the accolades, and they will tell you how wonderful you are, but you will never find out anything that they don't want you to find out. So for him, 
an insider, so to speak, mm-hmm. to start revealing things like this, it, it could tear the whole thing apart. That would be crazy. I mean, it's that kind of that kind of serious. And to your point, I mean, outsiders looking in, you're always an outsider, yes. And, I mean, this is huge, not just from the wrestling company standpoint there. I mean, most business culture there. There's right. this hierarchical structure, you know, and also in martial arts there, there's a hierarchical structure hierarchy there and it's very strict so yeah you would never hear about this and it would be interesting if one day you just suddenly don't see any tweets from him or him on TV or him alive it's possible I mean when you start messing with the Yakuza you're you're asking for trouble Mm -hmm. you know and if you're if you're gonna disrupt the flow of money you know Mm -hmm. you may not like where this ends up so, and, he, and more than anything, you know, destroying their image, you know, a company's image is everything there. Like, oh, no, we're trusted. We have this image to maintain. Nothing is stopping it. Here, you know, here we got companies. The head of the company can go to jail and get accused of doing the most horrible things, go to jail, be found guilty. And it won't matter. The company will be fine and make money despite itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just mean in general corporate you know, um, atmosphere, it's fine, you know, but there, if people lose trust in in that name, it's ruined. Right. Did you guys see the, the Onita, um, King of the Death matches? Uh, I think it was, it was, uh, what's that special they do with all the, the the wrestlers? Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Dark Side of the Ring. Did you guys see that one at all? No, that one, that one I got to catch up with. That, there's a lot in there that talks about kind of what we're talking about, how Onita ran uh, FMW and the things he did. And literally, you know, the one guy, he le- he left this one guy holding the bag, and he, the guy was in heavy mo- debt to the y- Yakuza, and he ended up killing himself. Wow. And, and when you talk to Onita, and he was like, eh, he was weak, and he couldn't handle it. But when you when you hear about all the things he did to this poor guy, you know, it just... I don't know how this is all going to pan out, and I'm hoping it's getting lost in translation. I'm hoping it's a really bad angle that they're trying to drum up some, you know, in, in from, you know, some interest. But if it's not, it's in really poor taste. I mean, it's like Katie Vick poor taste. So, so yeah. Speaking of New Japan guys, we had some New Japan guys, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> show up last night on AEW. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because the botch looked like a, I, something I could do. That botch was horrible. And it's it seems to be a weekly thing now. How many botches... It should be a drinking game when you watch AEW. How many botches? And every time there's a botch, you should drink. Not just AEW. NXT is full of them, too. Yeah. But at least... But at least NXT is developmental. Mm. So that's... <laughs> That's what makes it rough. But uh, you didn't like that Magneto gimmick. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. You know, I, I, I'm starting to wonder if this if this New Japan show is going to be a shit show or not. Because we're not going to get Okada, right? Because Okada's hurt. 
We don't know right. what's going on with Ibushi, who's like their second biggest star. Right. So who are we left with? We're left with the bottom of their mid card. Right. Right. And if AEW guys lose to the New New Japan mid card, what does that say for them? Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And when when is that? The July? Is that the July show for? I think so. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's soon. You know, because they started having these guys show up on TV. Right. So we also had. That was the second botch of that run-in. I don't know if I mean, the second botch was just so hilarious that I think everyone forgot about the first one because they had a tandem move they were supposed to hit. A guy was running the ropes, and I think one was supposed to fall with the man as he was as he got caught, mm-hmm. and it did not fall until after the fact. So. It was a weird neck neck breaker where he had to let go of his neck. <laughs> you know, the other thing besides that, I mean, if the Britt Baker Tony Storm match was a shit show, that was weird. And, and I would have thought they would have had better chemistry, and they did not. They had none. That's what I mean. it's weird in the the women's divisions, like from one week to the next, there could be great chemistry, and then all of a sudden. It's gone, and you're like, have you two ever wrestled professionally together? Like, it just doesn't make it sense. Seems, you're right. It seems to be with the women, because you rarely ever see the men have those kind of matches. Like, they may botch a move. Right. But you could even excuse that in the course of a match, like if Jungle Boy falls off the top rope, right? His, his feet were sweaty or whatever. Right. But, like, you can tell the ladies are just not jiving. Like, you can tell the difference between a botch and just a holy shit bad match yeah right and i thought i was waiting for that tony storm match thinking it was going to be good and it was not right felt like they were going two different speeds and it was just very it it seems like they were following two different scripts you know like they were not they they, like did they not talk about the match ahead of time did they not work out some moves i don't know no i don't know i just what's the common denominator in these women's matches. I know she's the hottest thing in the company right now, but it's Baker. But she... It wasn't always like this, though. Right. Is it because of her competition? What What is the problem? I mean, That's her and Thunder a... Rosa did not have any, any real chemistry. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any with Tony Storm. Her last several matches have not been good. I wonder if she's hurt or something and just not saying anything. Yeah. Which is That's weird because it's like she she did really well leading up, and then you know she's gotten these main event matches, and you're like, okay, there's a lot left to be desired, and you're like, like you mentioned, is she hurt? Is there no chemistry? Is it she's trying to call the match and it's not flowing? Is it the producers of the match? Like I, I just don't know. You know that you know, it's a, you bring up a good point about calling matches somebody has to be the general mm-hmm. right and and is it is she not assertive enough or is she letting the other person call the matches i don't know i i don't i can't put my finger on it because it, it i've never seen someone's quality go down right 
right? I mean, like, where Jade Cargill is getting better. I don't think she's great. She's getting better. You can kind of see the evolution. Mm-hmm. Where Baker's well, going in the other direction. Uh... Right. You know? I just, I just don't get it. Yeah. So. It's weird. What do you think, Jason? I think the possibility that she's hurt makes a lot of sense, but then that would have to have been for a while. Like, she'd have to and she went away for a bit and still came back and has had some awkward matches. So uh, I don't know what it is. I also don't think – I wonder if it's um, if it's her calling matches. Maybe she's not the one who needs to be calling those matches. You know, the people that we've been noticing this with, we were having this conversation about her match uh, – with her last match with Thunder Rosa too. Mm-hmm. It – these are good wrestlers we're talking about. It's not like, you know, it's two rookies coming up or something. Right. You would expect that kind of disconnect. Or someone who's such a newbie where you would expect that. Like, to your point with Jade Cargo, you were going to expect some disconnect as she's learning and improving along the way. But it doesn't make sense. Like her match yeah. coming up with Ruby Soho, right, is who she's fighting? The pay per view, Serena. Uh, it's either Ruby Soho or Kristen. Oh, we have, they haven't figured that out yet, right? Right. But if it's Ruby Soho, I mean, I where I like her as a character, she's not a good wrestler. She's kind of sloppy. Yeah. And you need someone who can run that match and mm-hmm. kind of corral her and keep that thing going. And it, it, I can see if she wins that being a real shit show. Yeah. Because she's she's not very good in the ring. And if Baker's still having trouble, I can see that match really being sloppy. And I think um, AEW really has to get on the ball with this. I don't, you know, like, I I, I think um, Serena Deeb is good. Yes. I think Thunder Rosa is good. She's a horrible interview, but she's good. Yeah. And then you got Jade Cargill, who's getting better. And then everybody else after that is kind of all on the same level. They're just not great. Yep. And you can give WWE that, whereas maybe they may not be pushing their women well. They're all pretty good wrestlers. Like, Natalia can put on a match. You might mm-hmm. think she's boring as hell and don't care, but she doesn't screw up. Right. Right? So, I I don't know how to fix it. I, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I, I don't know. There's no really no other talent out there you can grab. That's the tough part for them. Yeah. Right? So, they got to work with what they have, but they... they I don't know. I don't know if they're just not giving them enough ring time. I don't know. I don't know how to fix something like that. Oh, well, they're getting ring time, though. I mean, I mean, outside of oh, TV. I mean, I mean like time. yeah, practice. Well, that that led, leads to my question: Who's working with them? You know, uh, you remember there was a point in WWE where Fit Finley was working with all the women, and yeah. you saw a sudden drastic improvement. Mm-hmm. And no matter how long or short their match was, there was an improvement. There was a Christmas. There was a cohesion going on and I think that's what it comes down to they need somebody coaching there to help bring them all onto the same page I mean isn't Dustin Rhodes one of the guys coaching because I mean that's what one of the the angles was right that Thunder Rosa came out and was talking to him about him being her mentor I don't know Yeah, but they need to do something because the women's division I mean for what I understand impacts women are better yeah 
and I haven't seen them in a while, but I yeah. know that some of the names and what, what I've read, their matches are generally pretty good. So, th- so there is a way to do it. I just don't know what that is. I don't know what they're missing. They probably have the wor- the weakest women's division. I think they're even weaker than in, in the NWA. And that's something you certainly don't want to be. Right. You don't want to. You don't want your women to be like below the NWA because that's like you shouldn't have them on TV. Then it's like NXT. Stuff. <laughs> right. You know. Maybe they need a Maria Canellas. They need something. They need something because I would not be. I would not be touting our my women's division and have women shit in the bed like that. Yeah. For it. I really wouldn't. I mean, you want to. You want to put Bailey up there. You want to put Charlotte, even though as much as I can't stand her, she can deliver. I mean, those are women you can put on as a main event and say, these these represent my company. I wouldn't want a lot of these women representing my company at this point. Right. Not until they get true. better. All right, so and let's jump into these picks. There, somebody, somebody's got to help them, right? Something's got to Yeah, get there's got to be someone there to step up and take over that. But let's jump into these picks, boys. Yeah. AEW's Double or Nothing third annual, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right, the encyclopedia. That's right, they left. just hit their three year anniversary, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. So, so the encyclopedia I, I left the encyclopedia us. picked his uh, women's champion, and we're not even sure she's going to make it into the match yet. So uh, I'm curious how he he, he decided. Or is it are the rampage um, results up? Anybody know? I can check. Because they usually are, you know, they usually film it right after, right? So he might know that Ruby Soho already won. I think she did, but I honestly I hadn't had a chance so, yeah. to look it up. So if anybody could tell. Let's see. I'm looking to see. Yeah, let's take a look. No, that was for May 6th. See. As we all... As, as, as we're all up. looking through here for you guys. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't, why don't, all right, Freddie, why don't you look it up and, and let me start naming right, some of these matches. So we're not, people aren't listening to us click. Right. So the first match is for the AEW TBS Championship. We have Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. And this is a rematch. Uh, Jade Cargill has beaten Anna Jay in the past. Um, so, who do we like in this situation? I'll go to the, the good reverend first. All right. Um, good choice. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jade there because, I mean, it's not like they just built up Anna Jay to come back and suddenly win or anything like that. And they just started Jade stable. She's going to be strong. She's And she's just she keeps getting better. Yeah, keep the title on her. I mean, here we're running into the we're running into the Roman problem here. Who's going to beat her? Right. I, I think mean, they have enough women where that that can well, become a thing. But I mean, they certainly have enough women. Do they have a woman who can stand up to her? And I'm surprised they haven't tried to steer Britt Baker towards her, because really she's really the only one I can see who doesn't have a tight or um, Nyla Rose or somebody like that. Yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened. But. All right, so you're picking Jade. I am picking Jade as well. Freddy, sir? With Jade you, are as we well calling this a Jade all the way across? Yep. All right. Did you did you find Rampage? Um, There's no spoilers at the moment. That can't be right. 
Yeah, it looks like um, tomorrow may be a live rampage. Okay, I mean that's fair. All right, we'll we'll I I I actually missed a match too. Uh, I missed Hookhausen versus Tony Nice and Smart Smart Mark Sterling. I don't really understand this whole uh, Hookhausen thing. Um, I really don't even understand Hook all that much either. I mean, he's small. Yeah. You know, he's he's. I don't really see him in the heavyweight division, but all right. Who do we like in that match? I'm going to say that they're pushing who they've got, Hookhausen. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with those guys. I don't understand Danhausen. I don't understand Hook. I know. He's Taz's son, but he's nowhere near the level of Taz, in my opinion. He doesn't have the look. You know, at least Taz looked intimidating. Hook looks like he came off of the next episode of Jersey Shore. What? I thought Taz looked intimidating until I stood next to him. Right. (laughs) He was like five foot three. Right. He's like, he's not the biggest guy on the planet. He might be the toughest, but. Right. Wasn't impressed when I saw him live. I was like, "Dude, I'm like five inches taller than this dude." <laughs> Hook okay. just looks like he's the next cast member of Jersey Shore for me. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Hookhausen as well. It seems like the fans. I don't understand Danhausen. I understand that he used to talk. He used to uh, uh, on Twitter. He used to say a lot of things and. Like he was like an internet darling, but like I never understood. And then he he lost his first match in like five seconds, and I was like, um, really? This is what this is the guy you you want to push? This is it? <laughs> yeah. People love that Danhausen though. But there it is. All right. All right. Uh, for the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament final, we have Doctor Britt Baker, D, M, D, and I did that for Anthony because you know. He seems to have to do that. Versus the winner of Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander. So our friend, the encyclopedia, has picked Ruby Soho. So he either knows something we don't or is hoping that Ruby Soho wins. Um, I don't know. Reverend, who do you think, who do you like in the, in that matchup? Do you think if, if it is Ruby Soho, do you like... Her or Dr. Britt Baker? I'll be honest. I think uh, I got to go with the Britt Baker. I think they just like pushing her. And also because I don't know who's coming out of this. If it's Chris, Stanla- Chris Statlander, then it's definitely Britt Baker winning. So Ruby Soho, yeah, flip a coin, but I'll still go with uh, DMD on this. Okay. Freddie, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going Britt Baker as well. I just don't see Ruby Soho. They dropped the ball with her from Jump Street, and I, I just don't think they're going to give it to her now. Don't you think this is the way they could fix that? That's it, it is. I just you know, don't think thing. they will. I want to pick Ruby Soho, but the fact that Checking Wiki has picked her <laughs> kind of makes me want to go in the other direction because he's so horrible at this. <laughs> And, you know, anything he touches turns to shit. Um, I'm going to 
go Ruby Soho, and I'm going to be so sorry that I did this. But I think this is the way you can give Ruby Soho a win over Britt Baker without having to put a title on her. That's fair. So it's like an off, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a, I said it the way I said it. That's what I mean. Okay. Oh, I'm going to be so sorry about that one. So the men's (laughs) Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final, we have Kyle O'Reilly. Well, no, we don't have Kyle O'Reilly. We have Samoa Joe against Adam Cole. So, Mr. Freddy, who do we like in that situation? Oh, man, I I like Adam Cole. Um, he's been the the hot hand for them. It seems like they're pushing him to the moon. Um, Joe, while I think it will be a great match between the two, I just don't think they'll pull the trigger on Joe winning this one. Well, they set him up to lose, didn't they? Because I mean, he's hurt. Yeah. And I can definitely see um, Day Lethal coming out. And interfering and causing him to lose. So I'm also going Adam Cole, and so did the encyclopedia. Oh, man. So that I mean, leaves us all right. So, Jason, you're in on that too? I'm in on Cole. Also, can I just say, I'm glad to see this match happening because weren't they building this match up in NXT last year this time? Mm. Or building up that tension between They were Adam building Cole up the tension when he was like the enforcer for Regal. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and then Joe became active. And then Adam Cole left. Yeah. And then Joe left. <laughs> so we never got it. So I'm glad yeah. we're getting it now. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, we have our AEW Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa, the champion, versus Serena Deeb. The Is it Encyclopedia fair to say... has chosen Thunder Rosa as his winner. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say Thunder to Rosa? Yeah, across the board. Yeah. I think it's Thunder Rosa across the board, right? Yeah. Definitely. Okay, let me get this spreadsheet to catch up. So, while Rob does that, the next one is the three-way tag team title match for the AEW Tag Team Championships, where we have Jurassic Express, Team Taz, Ricky Stark, and Powerhouse Hobbs, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Whose house is it? I heard it's Swerve's house. <laughs> Swerve's house. I heard it's Swerve's house. <laughs> is that the consensus? You know, I am... Uh, I This is one of the tougher matches. I am thinking we're going to get Team Taz as our champions. I was thinking I that think too. Jurassic Express is, is done. Um, I also could think where Christian Cage, this might be the time where he turns on, they, they've been teasing it for a while, right. on Jurassic Express. And I don't think I, I don't think Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are going to get the belts yet. Um, so my guess here is Team Taz. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Rob. I was leaning towards you. Team Taz before. Uh... No, you weren't. Don't lie. <laughs> I definitely was. You were just waiting for me to pick. I definitely was. Um, You have a good point with Christian finally turning on Jurassic Express. I feel like this would be the perfect spot to do it on a pay-per-view and not on like a Rampage or a Dynamite. So I'm going Team Taz. 
M plus encyclopedia picked Jurassic Express, so right. So he's yeah. cursed. He, he's yeah. cursed. It, I, I I don't see Jurassic Express holding on to this. Also, I don't know if it's going to be because Christian turns. I'm wondering if that becomes how you start to open up that trios division, or like how that if they become one of those groups to you know become the base of that division. But whatever it is, they ain't going to have those tag titles anymore. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick against Team Taz in this. But I got to go a little different off of this. I'm going to go with Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Okay. And, yeah, it's that's me flipping a coin. All right. So our next I mean, match I, I'm sorry. Is... I, I just oh. – I, I think I like um, that team. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's their time yet. Yeah, and, and your logic behind that is sound. Like I said, this it's really me flipping a coin between the two. I'm not going to be upset if I'm wrong about that. Okay. So next up we have Anarchy in the Arena match. The Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and the Blackpool Combat Club. The Encyclopedia picked Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, I'm going to go with Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, Today we also lost Ray Liotta. So, in the words... Well, no, that was a different movie, so I can't even give that reference, but... I, I forgot it was. I forgot. I was. I was getting ready to be impressed, and then you dropped the ball. Yeah, it an was. Encyclopedia. So what it happened? was. It was a different mafia movie. It was a Bronx Tale. Eddie Mush. Uh, but yeah. Boo. yeah. Boomy boys. Oh man! <laughs> I dropped the ball. My you fault. You dropped the ball. Yep. Worst tribute ever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. I agree with. Um, Unfortunately, I agree with Anthony once again. I think Jericho's team wins. I think the uh, Danielson in- in- injury is going to be the difference maker. So I'm going to go with the JAS. I think okay. something's going to happen between Kingston and, and Danielson, and uh, I think they're going to lose. Um, I'm going with Jericho Appreciation Society just because they've been sneaking out some wins that they shouldn't have had in all these matches recently and yeah um, I agree also that Danielson and Kingston are going to come to blows and I don't know if you saw on Wednesday but they did play up that injury Mm -hmm. they did play up that knee injury pretty hard so yeah it should be Jericho okay So next up we have the House of Black versus the Triangle of Death. <laughs> or the Death Triangle. Either way you want to slice it. The, the, the Death of Triangle? The death Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's how it's written here. No, it says Death Triangle. Death Triangle. Death triangle. I said Triangle of Death. I'll I messed it up. Hey, hey, Botchamania, what the hell's wrong with you today? It's AEW, so I found it only fitting to botch the names as well. (laughs) But these aren't the women's matches. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we've had we've had botches in the men's matches, so it's only fitting. <laughs> All right. So who do you like, Freddie? Oh man. You may have just picked up a new nickname, Botchamania. Botchamania, <laughs> there we go. Um I'm gonna go with House of Black here. I think it's yeah, I think I, it's I, yeah. I agree with you. I think House of Black yeah. is gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. And they All right, need so, it. Yeah. Well, I mean they've been kinda just they've been ha- they've had this storyline going, but it hasn't been they need to be able to move on from it and do something, so Yeah. I agree with that part for sure. Yeah. And they really, if they really don't put these trios titles in place, I really don't understand where all these factions are going. Right. You know, I really yeah, don't true. get it. Because what else funny. are they fighting for then? We were just talking about the complete dearth of tag, tag teams in WWE, and there are so many team possibilities in AEW right now, and so many tag teams in AEW that, you know, you have possibilities for championship matches, you know, possibilities for booking for the next five years without even having to bring in a new person or a new team. I'm going to kill this spreadsheet. (laughs) Alright, so while that goes... We've got the Hardys, <laughs> the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Jason, you want to start us off here? Yeah, you know this was an interesting one. I I see Encyclopedia picked the Young Bucks, and there's a good reason to do it. But I, my heart's with the Hardys, man. I, I, I got to go with them. I feel like they're gonna pull this one off, and. Bucks will get their win later because that's what happens. But I'm going with the Hardys. Can we get a like a I don't care about this match? <laughs> I, knew you were say that. I should have said something. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> that's how I feel. Um, I'll go with the Young Bucks, but this is a bathroom break for me because it's going to be spot after wow. spot. Like, it's just, I've seen this at Northeast Wrestling like 800 times. I'm just, I'm over it. But it'll be slower. Will it? (laughs) Well, think about it. Every time they they meet up, it's years, you know, a few years have passed now. And the Hardys aren't that fast anymore. (laughs) Right. It'll be slower. (laughs) But we'll get super kick, super kick, swanton, yes. twist of fate, super kick, swanton. Through a table. Through a table off a ladder. Through a table, yes. I can't believe Jeff Hardy's still walking around after that match with Darby Allen. Um, I'll be honest. I can't I believe Darby Allen. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Never mind Jeff Hardy. Yeah. The way he landed on those chairs, I just. Yeah. That still, that was so, that was kind of sickening to look at every time. Yeah. All right, I sure. picked the Young Bucks as well, only because I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, MJF versus Wardlow. If MJF wins, Wardlow's AEW career is over. If Wardlow wins, he is free of his contract from MJF. I mean, Wardlow has to win, right? He has to. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make so sense that. otherwise. Like he's got to win this. All right, yeah. so we're going to say Wardlow across the, the board. Mm-hmm. It'll just be interesting how they do it. Because, you know, you're mm. not going to have 
MJF kind of lose clean and lose that credibility on that. So there's going to be some type of twist or turn or something, I would think, that they would do to cause it. Well, it seems to me after all the things Wardlow has been through, if he loses this match, it seems like a complete waste of time. Right. It would be almost as egregious as a certain somebody losing a match at WrestleMania after all the buildup and putting him through all the trials and tribulations. Randy Orton, right? Don't even. <laughs> the only thing that could have been worse than that match is if Tommy Dreamer was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hilarious! <laughs> All right, <laughs> the last match for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, we have Hangman Adam Page, your current reigning and defending world heavyweight champion versus CM Punk. And I see that our friend the encyclopedia has picked CM Punk. And I sadly agree with him. You think so? You think it's going to be Punk? He'll be the placeholder until they give it to MJF? If you don't put the belt on Punk now, I don't see the point of ever putting the belt on him. He's getting older. His appeal is at its highest right now. Oh, yeah. um, people are not enamored with Hangman's reign. Right. That's the biggest thing. So, I think you have to put the belt on Punk. If you don't, then, then this was a waste of time. Right. So, I'm going to put my vote for CM Punk. Yeah, I'll go with you on Punk. You kind of sold me on it. So not for nothing, Adam Page is way more interesting to me when he fucks up. Like like that character, I can't quite seem oh, to yeah. put it together. It was a very interesting character to me. And well, Punk, yeah, it'll never mean anything if Punk doesn't win it now. Like he could win it a year, two years from now, it won't matter. It won't mean anything. Um, he has to win now. The problem with um, Hangman Page is he's a tweener. But not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, more people are, are... He's supposed to be the face, but more people are cheering for Punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of almost had to take the heel roll on, and it's, it's he's not committed. Yeah. Like, like the, the, it's too, the lines are too blurry. So, yeah, I saw an interesting uh, tweet today, um, and they brought up because uh, if you did, you all check out his promo, their promo uh, from this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty interesting, and it involved a very hyper Adam Page, and someone brought up, you know, during CM Punk's probably two most prominent title runs. He became a complete heel and turned on the audience and turned on the company in in that role. And so that gave something extra to that line where I'm defending AEW from you. um, Paige said, I'm not just defending the title, I'm defending AEW from you. And that's why I want to see Punk win too. 
because, oh, what a great story for Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. She said all that and fucks up. Yeah, there there was talk of there being heat in the back and kind of some of that spilling out into the promo, very similar to Brett and Sean's Sunny Day's comment. So there was there was undertones of that as to, you know, kind of defending the locker room against Punk or whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, it, it's it got to be now to do it for Punk, and then you have him hold it till, what, the next big pay-per-view, and then you put it on MJF? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the problem with this is we're picking... Wardlow to beat MJF, so MJF technically would be coming off a loss. So you'd ha- you'd probably have to rebuild him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe you give Punk like six months or so, and you start to build up a program where you know MJF says, you know, I need to get my win back. You know what I mean? You, you know how it goes. He'll right. he'll he pulls heat just by showing up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think. I think you have to pull a trigger on Punk now, or or, or don't bother. Yeah. You know, like you, it's kind of been a waste, and I don't know where you, where you go with Hangman after that. Do you have MJF beat him? So I I just don't think it works out that well. I think you got to put the belt on Punk. And they haven't really booked Hangman Page all that well either. His challengers have kind of been all over the place. Oh, that was trying to remember everybody. Danielson so far. It was uh, Danielson Cole Archer. Archer, that's right. Actually, I like that match, too. It just was a one-and-done that didn't make me very happy. But I liked their match. I think Hangman's um, pursuit of the title was way better than his actual than reign. Than his actual mm-hmm. reign, yeah. So I think it's time to move along. Same thing with Jurassic Express. I think it's time to move away from them for a little while. Yeah, give somebody else so. that spotlight. Mm-hmm. All right, so, boys, that is our show for tonight. The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. We should be back to full strength next week, and we'll catch you then. Peace.